The Paternity Test is a comedy podcast for adults. If you're not a grown-up, get off the internet. It's a horrible place. From Illinois and New York, it's the Paternity Test. This week, PSA Nightmares. Doctor visits one day too late. Baby wipes for your pits. And public humiliation by three-year-olds. And now, three men who can't figure out why Luke Skywalker isn't on the new Star Wars poster. Here are the dads. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Paternity Test. I'm Todd Jay in the Chicago suburbs. I'm Matt Barese in Chicago. And I'm Dave Ingle in upstate New York. Welcome back to the podcast that'll scar your kids worse than a public service announcement. There's something out there. It's a highly contagious disease. It can be especially serious, even fatal to infants. Unfortunately, many people who spread it <coughs> may not know they have it. It's called whooping cough, and the CDC recommends everyone, including those around babies. Thanks a lot, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. You you killed our baby. Good to know that if you don't uh, vaccinate your kid for whooping cough, they'll be killed by a hexen beast from Grimm. Yeah, I know. That's I think that's that must be where they got the idea. Because so Grandma coughs into her into her elbow, you know, like you're supposed to. But as she coughs, she turns into a wolf. I'll put this link up on the website uh, when we drop this episode. We just got our four-year-old shots. I mean, not Melissa and I, but uh, the baby did. And uh, maybe you should too. Got your holy cow! Shots. I'm ten times overdue for this. Quick, <laughs> Hit me in the thigh. Uh, but I, we, I said, yeah, whatever, whatever you got back there. Any, any kind of mythical German beast morph head changers, please, uh, please give me a shot. Give me a farfig nugan. Give me a flugelhorn. Whatever you got. The baby was not happy. It's like a German. Fairy tale. Oh, it's like yeah, like Strusel Peter or one of those. Like, hey, right. if, you don't eat, if you don't eat your peas, <laughs> right. people come right. in your window and cut your head off with right. scissors. Hansel yeah. and Gretel. Like, if you don't use MapQuest to get home, you're going to be eaten, cooked <laughs> and eaten by a witch. More than anti-vaxxers, more than kidnappers, more than anything, I'm I fear for my child going out in the world because of PSAs. I mean, obviously, I agree with this PSA, but uh, PSAs are so disturbing. I feel like. 80s were a golden age of disturbing PSAs, so we live in a time when you couldn't turn around without getting disturbed by a PSA, and I feel like they're getting scary again. Uh, we were in New York the other day, and all the bus stops had an ad that had a picture of a doll lying in the street with a tire track over it, and <laughs> like it looked like blood everywhere, but it wasn't. Maybe it was blood everywhere. I think it was actually splashed in blood. I don't. They probably didn't use real blood, or it maybe it would have been pig blood. I'm just saying, you know, in defense of the production team, right? Or the blood of a of an undesirable kind of child. Uh, and if you were more than 15 feet away, it looked like a little kid with a tire track over them covered in blood, which was not accidental. And it was, it was an ad for like being careful and looking around when you drive through intersections. I can't remember what it said, but it was like. You're following the rules, but she stepped out in the road. Something like that. But I thought, I'm so glad Viva's not here because I am completely upset from seeing that. And Professor Foster wants to lie on the ground and cry because of how disturbing that ad is. Well, how am I going to explain that to my three-year-old? 
speaking of having to explain a PSA to your kid, we, we have you seen the one? I think we talked about this maybe a couple episodes ago. The PSA about texting and driving, or not just texting, but like look, distracted driving. And it's a mom with her her daughter in the car seat in the back seat. And the mom hears a little ding on her phone, and she picks it up and goes and and kind of glances back at her daughter while she's looking at her phone and goes, "So many people like that photo I posted of you." And then immediately piles like drives head on into a truck and kills them both. And that's the PSA. Like, and my daughter has seen that PSA numerous times to the point where she now like covers her head when she when she sees the beginning of that PSA. She sees the mom and 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 the daughter in the back seat, and she covers her head now. She's terrified. That's like you watching George Costanza in the nineties. Yeah, you I just wanna, handle it. You I just want to break my own neck whenever. <laughs> you know what's funny is Todd did that in our apartment. Like Seinfeld came on, and Todd was like, "I gotta go." Yeah, he had the, the sweats. He like grabbed a backpack. We're like, where are you going? He's like, I can't watch George Costanza. I just can't watch it. I'm like, wow, that's a, that's that's really neurotic. And then I went home over the weekend that same '90s year, yeah. And Seinfeld came on. It's like, my dad stands up from his chair, and it's like, I gotta go. I said, where are you going? He's, I can't watch George Costanza. I gotta go. It's funny that his own in his own house, he gets up and leaves instead of just changes the channel. Nope. Right. Went, out, went outside. Stood in the yard until the show was over. <laughs> Started thinking about Vietnam. <laughs> Started digging a trench. What are you doing, Dad? It's gotta gotta keep us safe. Gotta keep us safe, Matt. And now it's time for health beat. That's where we beat the health out of you. <laughs> I have two health updates. You're blind, and yeah. you're well. Yeah. For once, I'm not going to talk about my own health problems on the show. Uh, but my kids' health problems. Well, one of them's not a problem. One's just puberty, which can be a problem. My daughter's had a fever since Thursday. Actually, since Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I, and I know we have doctors and things, but I want to solicit advice from you guys on this show instead of calling my doctor. But so here's the thing: she has. She woke up, or she went to bed. She she go to bed. She had a fever Wednesday night, so she stayed home Thursday. I stayed home with her. I was able to take the day off of work. She still had a fever. It kind of went up and down a little bit. Still had a fever on Friday. Yesterday felt fine, but still had like a low-grade fever, 99-ish. And uh, she woke up this morning. She's still like 99.6, right? So there's nothing else wrong with her, though. She has no symptoms whatsoever. She, she Her appetite is fine. She doesn't have a – she doesn't have a stuffy nose. She has no other symptoms but straight up just a fever. So this is day four of this. So like at what point do you say, well, maybe we need to – it's, if it's only a fever, I feel bad going to the doctor to say it's a fever because to say, yeah, wait it out. Like I think it's day four. I think day four is the day, day you four. go. Uh, Before the magic number, like a four-hour. Well, I'd say day three since you're at day four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was, if it was yesterday, you would have said day three. I was actually yeah. thinking. I believe Schoolhouse Rock tells us all that three is the magic number. I yeah, day three is the day that you go. So you're 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 past your due date. Yeah. It's say every I day you wait now. Well, now it's Sunday. I got to wait till tomorrow. Doctor. Well, I think it's, oh, I think it's always five. Sunday when your kid gets sick. It's always Sunday when your yeah. kid gets sick. I think every day longer you wait now, your her ACT score goes down like five points. And I then, actually <laughs> think it's too late. I, don't, I think there's no yeah. point in going now. I think you might as well get a new daughter now because yeah. this one's broke. There's no point in her going back to school. I mean, she's not going to be able to catch up ever again. You know. I mean, not, not be able to catch up with the workload load nor with the competition with the other students whose brains didn't have yeah. melt over the course of the last I mean, week i think after the first day of the fever she probably still could have gotten into a, like a good private college and then on the second day of the fever it was like a state university 
<laughs> and on the third day of the fever, it's like junior community college and associates. Yeah. And now and maybe then, she could go to a trade school. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Might, actually, that's probably too above her level now. If she has an uncle that works in the fast food trade, you could probably get her in. But it better be her uncle because if it's just, if she just goes and applies, right. it's not going to happen. The good news is uh, yeah, maybe they'll keep her out of school because she's not going to get back in. She she's going to flunk out, so you might as well keep her out until start. I need school though. That that allows me to leave the house. Her uncle who owns a McDonald's. Going to have her make the hash browns for the all day breakfast, even though the hash browns end at like ten. She'd yeah. be like, I'm ready to make the hash browns. He's like, How sure. old are those hash browns now? They were always <laughs> old, but now if you order, it's like getting a it's like getting a water hot dog in New York City. Mm-hmm. That hot dog was new at 11:30 in the morning, and you're ordering it at seven. And <laughs> that hot dog was new when there were peep shows in Times Square, right? Now, yeah, yeah, who's yeah who's getting hot cakes at six and thinking? Well, is that what they're going to do? Are they going to stack up the old hash browns and let you eat them through the rest of the day? Or what I thought they- I heard that hash browns wouldn't. Wouldn't be on the all-day breakfast. Like, that was the one thing that you couldn't get all day. Right, because they need the oil for the fries. Yeah. But do they charge you less? Do they have something that they give you yeah, an you egg, sub- egg burrito and fries? What, what do they give you? Well, I think... Spider-Man toy? If you go to... Well, it depends where you are. I mean, if you're in New York City, the McDonald's in, in the five boroughs are like homeless shelters. You know what I mean? The food tastes like it's dipped in 10-day-old oil. It's actually like a semi-pleasant experience. <laughs> when you go through the drive-through at a McDonald's in the suburbs, but yeah, you should definitely yeah, stay. Yeah, it's full away of families from- and everybody's happy, and no one is shooting heroin like they do in the McDonald's on Eighth Avenue. Yeah, but I just don't know what they're going to get do if they don't have hash browns. What is in your bag? What's in the bag? There's like well, the- it's probably what's in the bag. I think you answered your question right there. It's probably a human <laughs> head. If you're in New York City. My other uh, health update is um, I realize that what Alex and every every boy his age need, and and a lot of girls too, uh, you know, especially athletes and things. You know, we've talked about talked about you know that preteen bo thing, and uh, Alex has you know whether it's PE during the school day or basketball practice right after school. I feel like I can't take him anywhere immediately after that. Like if I pick him up from basketball practice or a or a baseball practice, like we need to go straight home because. He has very strong BO after those things. He does use deodorant. It's not like he's not trying. You know, he's trying. So here's what I think we need. So, you know, they have all the uh, all the little pre-moistened facial wipes that, that are a craze now. So you just, instead of washing your face, you just use the, the facial wipe so you don't have to, like, you know, people are too much trouble to, like, get soap and water and wash your face. You need well, armpit wipes. I think it's that the, uh, the, the wipe companies or the oxy. Mm-hmm corporation is like hey we've noticed that people are all washing their faces and we're not making any money when they do it (laughs) well now they can make some money by creating wipes that are made for your armpits armpit wipes so uh you know if if we have to run to the store after i pick up alex from basketball practice he's all sweaty and and like big time bo or even after like pe at school he keeps him in his little pe locker he pulls out he, he could wipe the armpits get the because it's you can't just reapply deodorant on top of no that's a really bad idea so it's like worse than just leaving the sweat yeah so you you got you need a little wipe that freshens you up a little bit and then you can reapply and you're good to go i would use those like if you have like a stressful meeting during the day and you sweat through your shirt but then you have like 10 more hours of teaching ahead of you Mm -hmm. armpit wipes well i've gotten like the burt's bees because they're more natural whatever they all call them facial wipes you know, facial cleansing wipes or whatever. But I, I kept looking for one that might say just like a body wipe or something, and it, does, it isn't out there. 
But what about what about showering? I mean, no, I'm just saying if you can't get in the shower, like say I pick him up from one activity and we have to go to another activity and he's right. and he smells after the first one because it's basketball practice or and you can't just put deodorant on, on top of your sweat like it doesn't work that way. I like, can't do it. And toweling off, you could like towel it off, but then it's still BOish because you haven't cleaned it. Well, then you've got that towel that smells like his armpits, which is yeah. out in the open. Yeah. I have so, to be honest. So you, I, need a, you need a wipe so you could say, hey, when you're in the locker room, give yourself a little armpit wipe with your pit wipes, and then we can run to the store. And I don't have to worry about getting escorted out by security because you're offending everybody. I don't mean to take a huge dump on your theory, but when is he in a locker room? Every day. I, He's in a locker room every day. He, he has uh, a, don't he, they have he, showers? Like, I know uh, okay. we're 50 years no, past the time. <laughs> no, no 12 year old in 2015 is going to shower in a locker room. I don't care if they put, they have to put them in there by law. They have to put showers in there. No one takes a shower in the locker room. I keep room. hearing this now. I mean, I thought it was weird. Certainly when we were in school in the 80s and 90s, the idea of mass nudity already seemed really yeah. retrograde. <laughs> am I in a bathhouse? Am I in a, in a, in a, am I in a prison camp? Like, you, it can't be right that you're forcing children to show their genitals to one another. It just can't. This can't be right. Yeah. So until such time as, and I'm told that society has corrected itself and now the kids aren't taking the mass showers, but they haven't actually gone to individual showers. They just No, they just don't themselves. use them. Yeah, because yeah. we had we were forced to shower. We had to shower in junior high after PE. Like the the PE teacher would be in there, and he and if you did not go into the shower area and come back and then out, come out and walk by him, and then put your uh-huh. feet on that, and that looked like a scale, but it really just sprayed antifungal stuff on the bottom of your feet mm-hmm. afterwards. Then you know that was part of your grade. Pretty, you would get in trouble for not doing it. So anyway, they don't do that anymore. There are showers, I think, Alex told me, in his locker room. But he's in the locker room twice a day for PE and then for his sport afterwards. So he can, you know, he can keep them in there. He, I can keep them in the car. He could give himself a little fresh and a little fresh wipe right after that. And that, I'm sure people might say, "Well, use baby wipes, use that." But like, then he's going to smell like a baby's butt. Like, I don't think that's what. <laughs> that's not the smell he's going for. They need like Your an armpit ax. smell. Adorable. He needs like an axe. <laughs> he needs like an axe armpit wipe. You know, so they, you know he needs. He needs. They need to make it cool. Axe needs to come up with these and make it cool. You know, like a commercial Sexy. where some guy wipes yeah. his armpits and then six hot girls jump on him. You know. Yeah, if I had one in uh, in high school or junior high that was smelled like Drakkar Noir. <laughs> Yeah, or Eternity. Eternity armpit wipes. I'd be getting more action than Color Me Bad. Hey, folks, you already shop on Amazon. Why don't you put those dollars to work keeping the show on the air? It's simple. You do it by visiting our Amazon portal on the support page at paternitypodcast.com. That means when you want to buy something on Amazon, go to paternitypodcast.com. That's our website. There's a support page there, and on that support page, you can make a donation via PayPal to the show if you want to donate for all this fine, fine free comedy you've been enjoying for all these years, or... You can go to the Amazon link. You click on the Amazon link. Amazon opens up. You buy what you're going to buy anyway, and Amazon sends a portion of their profits to us. You don't pay extra. You don't have to sign up for anything, and we get some money to pay for all the boops and the beeps. And you're probably on Amazon because now is the time when you have to buy tons and tons of Halloween decorations, as we have. Do you guys oh, decorate yeah. for Halloween? Yeah. You know how I, I feel f- about Halloween. I don't. How do you feel about Halloween? It's, I just like it. We tolerate Halloween in our house because our kids like free candy and I like to steal their free candy. But I can't get into it. I don't know. Ever since I was – I think I had an experience in elementary school 
where my, I would never, no one would ever buy, my parents couldn't buy me a costume. You know, that was out of the question just because of money and whatever. So it was a matter of always coming up with homemade costumes and I got embarrassed so many times. I mean, the two, I think the one that sticks out of my head, mind is a two headed ghost where we, cause I, I wouldn't just do a, I wouldn't just do a ghost. Like I wouldn't just put a bed sheet on because then everyone, they're like, oh, look at you. You can't afford a costume. So you just put a, put your bed sheet on. I think my dad and I came up with a two headed ghost. So then we took, part of the bed sheet and stuffed things in it and like tied it up like a head so it sat on my shoulder and then i was the other head and that was a two-headed ghost and i just feel like <laughs> there was probably some bullying going on during while yeah. i was wearing that and well, the good news recovered. is with a two-headed ghost costume in chicago heights versus the uh one-headed ghost in stager i guess is that when the kids then punched you in the face for your costume there's a 50 percent chance they punched <laughs> the wrong head <laughs> Yeah, uh, until they figured out which head the, was the one to punch, and then they just ganged up. Yeah. Like, hey, everybody, that's the, right the one on the right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sad about that is that all costumes were crappy in the 80s, and that the one, at least the one you had, was made out of love and not out of flammable well, plastic. I, all I wanted was the flammable plastic one with the eye holes that cut your face. <laughs> That's all I wanted. I wanted a Boba Vet plastic mask that cut my eye, cut my skin around my eyes, and that's all I wanted. Right. I wanted a Vinnie Barbarino plastic smock that <laughs> tore when you stepped into it. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! Oh my immediately. god! They would rip down the seam immediately. Yes, immediately. I and the rubber band st- would come off the mask immediately, and it was like unfixable because it was all made of garbage. So Ellie uh, picked out a costume this year, and which we just kind of this year we gave up because we've always struggled with costumes with her because she's kind of picky you know just getting her dressed during the for a regular day is is tough sometimes so a uh, halloween costume is really tough so she we, she found something like two weeks ago she liked kelly bought it because she's like then we're done but it was like 26 or 30 bucks you know one of those bagged costumes at at, at a store so i don't think it's anything i think she's like a uh, convict or something i don't know so it might, be like an, it might be like an orange, orange jumpsuit. Orange is the new black. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. She's she's oh, crazy God. eyes. Her orange is the new black. What's your Halloween costume? <laughs> orange is the new black and orange. <laughs> so anyway, so but you you guys are decorating and buying all kinds of decorations. Well, we well, got her. Uh, we I happened to walk past a clearance inflatable. Oh no! You're going three, inflatable. Th- three three pumpkins stacked up a, a year ago, or maybe my wife did. So we mm-hmm. plugged that in, and the baby thinks it's adorable. So we just plug it in to let her play with it. Like she plugs <laughs> it in, inflates, she runs around it, does a little satanic dance. Three headed pumpkin, you're my best friend. <laughs> uh, but what she saw in a couple houses over is, I mean, we have our neighbors who do a three story high inflatable yeah. cat. Yeah, not. you've talked about the oh. giant cat. I, lo- I remember that. And the next block over, somebody just put up uh, an inflatable fire-breathing dragon, an inflatable with real fire, an inflatable tree with spooky things in it. And it's funny that I they mean, have an inflatable tree when they probably right next to it have a real tree they could just hang things from. That's true. <laughs> and the real tree is much taller. Yeah. It uses less electricity, I bet, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what's disgusting about these decorations. They're like, you know what, you know what the problem with the decorations are? They don't use enough energy. We need more things we can plug in. And the new thing they have is a giant half-sunk pirate ship covered in skeleton pirates that move. Like, there's servos all over this thing. Oh, yeah. And half the inflatable pirates move. And she was just fascinated by this. So now, hourly, she's asking me for an inflatable robot pirate ship for our yard. Who are Hmm. the people with guns to their heads that are coming up with all of these new contraptions each year? Because this, it used to be that 
dads would go out into the yard and build cemeteries. Yes. You know what I mean? And they would hang ghosts from their, and the weird dads would see how human they could make a scarecrow look and hang it to actually scare people. Mm -hmm. It's like someone had committed suicide. Now it's just the people with disposable income. So it's that you can tell who has like who has student loan debt and credit card debt by how many how many things they don't have in their yard because everyone yeah. else has stuff in their yard. It really used to be a crafty like a maker thing. Like yeah. the parents like just like the moms who made the sweet costumes, the dads, either the dads who were in robotics because I know there's a house out in Naperville where like people gather around, they drive out to the town just to see this yard, but it's a dad who works at you know, in some kind of robotics factory. He worked for DARPA. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, life-size vampires that walk around the yard and fly up on the roof and stuff. Yeah, it used to be the people who cared. They they get the plywood. They make a bunch of uh, headstones with a pun on them. You know, here lies Fred. He lost his head. Derp. And, like, <laughs> kitchen gloves coming up out of the ground, you know, stuffed with something so that it looks right. like a hand. No, and mom would get mad because her oven mitts were, like, six inches deep in mud. <laughs> That's right. Now it's just any jerk-off who worked, walked through a Lowe's a giant inflatable, you know, haunted house in the yard. I walked through Home Depot yesterday and I'm like, oh, look, there's, well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to lie and say it was Halloween stuff. It was actually, it was literally Christmas stuff. Uh-huh. Yep. And it was like, you know, oh, look, there are these lights. And wouldn't these be great? They're like two feet tall and they're each 70 bucks. But you got to buy more than one. Yeah. To make Put it look one in your like, yard. Right. Just like one. to make you not look sad. Yeah. And you got to have at least a pair. You got to like frame something least, with it. Yeah. Right. And if you have a pair, you got to have three because you don't want it to be symmetrical just for aesthetics. And then, oh my God. So if you're you have in, three, but you should have really have five. Right. You should have five because what loser has three? Yeah. And so then you're like, what is that? Like 300 plus in. Yeah. 300 yeah, bucks. Yeah. Where for three, you know how much lumber you can buy? You can buy. <laughs> Lumber and actually in, in labor, you could you could have someone build something in your front. You could build literally build a coffin that suck people in. You'd have money for hydraulics. Uh, but yeah, or you can get three pieces of plastic with LEDs. If you like the paternity test, please help us tell other people about it. You can use the podcast app on your iPhone to subscribe. And while you're there, you can also leave us a review and a rating. It's quick and easy and helps other people find us. Oh, we have some new reviews. Uh, one is by Stone 13007 Stone 13007 I think it's Joss Stone, the oh, early yeah. 2000s uh, blue-eyed oh, soul singer. The phenom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and she says, I love the old show, but this is better. So relatable. I would love to interact with the show. I live in the same area. So we should do. Come on over. Uh, a live show. Yeah. I'm having breakfast right now. You want some? <laughs> I got Italian sausage. I got eggs. Uh, and you can sing a soul song and we will have soul breakfast. <laughs> I would love to have Joss Stone sing in my kitchen while I ate eggs. Oh, it's so relaxing. Or it might might make me feel regretful. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know how like in the mornings. When someone's singing soul music in your kitchen, you always have that feeling of regret. Always. <laughs> always. You're right. <laughs> Without not, fail. Not a Sunday goes by. No. Nope. <laughs> eggs or no eggs, really, to be honest. <laughs> when you're not having a regretful, soulful breakfast, and incidentally, Jay Stone may, may be a, a guy, but either way, thank you very much, Jay Stone 13007. 
when you're not having a regretful, soulful breakfast, read our monthly column, Viva Daddy in Chicago Parent Magazine, and the Paternity Test blog every week at Chicago Parent. All this month, we're talking fear. And now it's time for At the Movies, where we hog the aisle seats in the back for when our kids lose their minds. So I went to the movies, uh, which is a rare thing when one wow. is parents and when one's child is not old enough to see movies yet. Uh, and we saw The Martian. Oh, yeah. Ooh. How did Viva like it? Oh, she thought it was martialific. <laughs> I think that, I mean, maybe this uh, should be in Hey, You Kids Get Off My Lawn uh, because I decided maybe I'm not meant to see movies anymore because I've now seen enough movies that every movie I see just seems like other movies shuffled around. And I can't, I think perhaps I can't be pleased. First of all, we were forced to see a 3D movie. Oh, because oh right. It was the only one available at the time we wanted to see. So we paid an extra eight bucks to enjoy the movie half as much. Yeah. So everyone over 25 is throwing up, right? I mean, are people <laughs> taking their glasses off and rubbing their eyes? Yes. And I, I kept taking my, and the good thing is they're not, at least they're not paper glasses that cut your nose anymore. Now they just look like Ray-Bans. Yeah. They look like your Roddy Roddy Piper, and you can tell who the aliens are. You're having a heart peace. attack. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh now <laughs> I'm sensitive. Sad. Now I'm going to have a regretful, soulful breakfast. <laughs> uh, so, but I kept lifting them up, hoping that maybe it wouldn't be blurry and I could just take the damn things off. No. Because there was nothing interesting 3D about it, no. with the exception of him occasionally fingering a potato plant. There was nothing <laughs> that even popped out. The only thing 3D in the movie was credits, when it would say, like, what planet they were on. Yeah. There were only two choices, Earth or Mars. It would seem to be floating a little bit in front of the action. Great. I'm glad I paid eight bucks for that and can't see this movie. It seems and I don't like... know if it's my old man eyes, but when I look through 3D glasses, it looks muddy and blurry and crummy and gray. Well, I think that's part, you know, that's part the technology and part your predisposition to hating it. I mean, I've seen some 3D stuff that is that is fine. Like, I think the last Avengers movie we happened to see in 3D because, again, it was the only one available. Typically, even Alex, like 12-year-old Alex says no to the 3D movies. And I say, hey, we're going to see the latest Avengers movie or whatever we're going to go see. And I said, do you want to see the regular one or the 3D? He's like, regular. Like, I don't need the 3D. The 3D doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't well, I think it. it also depends if they made it in 3D, if they yeah. correctly put it through. I think I saw Up in 3D and it was great. I might have seen the like Toy Story adjusted Animation for 3D usually works better in 3D because, you, yeah. you know, it's harder. It's, it's, I think it's easier to perfect it. But, I mean, I feel like the technology is w- way better than it was even five years. Even from Avatar, I feel like it's better than, oh, than it was in, during that. I didn't see Avatar, but you couldn't. I saw uh, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, and you couldn't even see the movie in 3D. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was like a, a towel was over your head while you're trying to watch it. And they say that's how uh, The Last Airbender was a oh, complete yeah. failed 3D process. Oh, I don't know how they know that because I don't think anybody saw it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's well, like watching a movie while being buried alive. Right. <laughs> I think part of the problem is we're too old and we realize that all movies are the same. Uh, there's a book called Hero with a Thousand Faces, right, by Joseph oh, Campbell. That, Campbell. Yeah, and it talks about how all good, all stories, really, any adventure has 12 plot points. And most stories have about 10 of them in there, or 12, and they're all exactly the same. What's funny is this is what Alex is exactly talking about in his language arts class in junior high right now. He's, yeah. he's, he's, doing, he's writing a paper about archetypes and, like, the hero archetype, and it's like – it is. It's just a – it follows a formula pretty much now, you know? 
Well, well, always when has, Joseph yeah. Campbell, Joseph Campbell said to Bill Moyers, uh, there was a story in the uh, Bhagavad Vita about, uh, about, uh, Matt Damon, uh, who went to, uh, Mars and had to grow potatoes in his own poop. <laughs> and I thought of that when I was watching the hey, movie. No spoilers, Matt. No spoilers here. <laughs> Does he Come really on. grow potatoes in his own poop? What else uh, would you f- fertilize it with? Others. Spoiler yeah, so I alert. Thought, I thought poop. The Martian was, was so mediocre. It wasn't a bad Aww. movie. But I just saw Gravity and I just saw Interstellar. This one wasn't really a... It's like Lost, but on Mars, right? Yeah, but it wasn't as intense as as Castaway. Oh, Castaway, and that's the... what I'm saying. What did I say Lost for? Is that, is that and, a thing? Uh, that's, that's a, a thing show. with people on an island. No, well. oh, yeah, I, I meant Castaway. That's the one I was thinking of. Castaway or All is Lost. All is Lost. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Robert Redford on a boat by himself? This is the opposite of all is lost this is bizarro world all is lost because all is lost is about a guy trying to survive and everything keeps getting worse yeah and this is about a guy trying to survive and nothing goes wrong that's particularly significant <laughs> there's no conflict in this movie and any conflict there is you just saw better in gravity or interstellar <laughs> like there's all kinds of like can we line up this mm-hmm. you know this vessel with this space station or whatever and it always does I mean, there's minor setbacks, but they're never particularly upsetting. There's never any body horror where he's got, like, anytime he has to do something <laughs> medical on the planet, it goes okay. Unbelievable. It is incredible how we can let our protagonists die at the end of a movie, like cast away. And by the way, I think if you look it up, it's actually supposed to be pronounced cast away, but everyone says cast away. Well, cast away is a word. Cast away is two words. Yes. Yes. So it's supposed to be cast away. But anyway, whatever. It's a Tom Hanks movie? Yes, it's it's two words. A castaway is a person who's been cast away. Isn't but that what the, he was in that movie? The title is two words. Therefore, it's supposed to be cast away. Are you sure the title is two words? Yes, it's two words. So anyway, this other film, you're talking the Robert Redford film. I haven't seen it, but I'd say it's 50-50 he dies. I I saw Cast Away. If I hadn't seen it, I'd say it's 50-50 he dies. The Martian movie, we don't kill people in space. It's just not done unless it's a horror flick. I think that's a government mandate because they don't want to right. put any kind NASA's of negative not light on, on the space program. helping anyone out with a program. script yeah. unless uh, <laughs> the protagonist lives. Yeah. I recall a story from the Bhagavad Gita where Tom Hanks is left alone on an island for several years and must befriend a soccer ball. Well, not only did I not like the movie, which everyone says they like, but I was like, I've seen this movie 10 times better before, which is a total old man thing to say. That's why like, yeah. our dads don't watch new movies anymore. They just want to rewatch The Sons of Katie Elder. Uh, there's, <laughs> I couldn't stand any of the trailers. And not just because lots of trailers are like, boom, the summer, Shia LaBeouf meets robots, boom. It wasn't just that it was terrible movies. Uh, just the conventions. Well, oh, here's, here's something. I saw a trailer for Black Mass, the Whitey oh, Bulger yeah. movie. Johnny with, Depp, Whitey Bulger, yeah. Right, which I just saw when it was called The Departed. Right. And Jack Nicholson was Whitey Bulger, right? So I'm watching it, and all I can see is horrible rubber prosthetics, horrible face makeup. And all I can watch in that is like, am I going to have to watch Johnny Depp for two and a half hours? We're looking like he <laughs> bought a Halloween mask at Spencer's and has to act a movie through it? You see like a makeup person reaching into the shot to push with their index finger, push the latex back up against the skin. And there's another movie coming up and it's about the housing bubble and crash and some like crooked bankers. And it stars Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling. There's four famous people in it and all of them are in the crummiest wigs I've ever seen. 
And I don't mean just like, oh, I, I'm a expert wigger and I can tell that that's a wig. No, 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 no. These are terrible. Like my daughter would say, look, daddy, what's on their heads? And I yeah. don't think I can sit there for two and a half hours and watch lousy wigs. Like these are sub Saturday Night Live sketch quality wigs. But you have to respect, you have to respect the research that they insisted on doing. They went all the way back to 2008 and figured out, okay, what were hairstyles like seven years ago? <laughs> I, I really do feel like that's what they were trying to do. Like oh, make it a period piece, but the period's not further enough away to be different. Yeah. So then they oversteered and put them in preposterous wigs when they could have just said, hey, guys, come to the set and we'll comb your hair slightly differently <laughs> if we need to. Uh, do whatever you want. Grow it long. Grow it short. It doesn't really matter, actually. Just wear your normal clothes. Um, if you're working on if you're actually if you're working on another movie and you have to have an accent, you can have an accent. OK, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We found a location, but we're going to have to change a couple of things that. Oh, no, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, it was five minutes ago that all this happened. <laughs> Your electronic device isn't just for ignoring baseball. Like our page on Facebook, share our posts, and follow us on Pinterest, on Instagram, at The Paternity Test, and on Twitter at The Dad Test. Are you following? You're uh, a St. Louis Cardinals fan, are you? Are you following uh, yeah, I'm the watching the uh, series a little bit? I'm watching it on, I don't have basic basic cable mm -hmm. i have what most people it's kind of like having an le model of a car but yeah it, like i you know i have the model below that that no one really knows about yeah you've got the kind um, of cable everyone's grandparents have yes so i don't have tbs i have three channels <laughs> and we get bravo uh because of our house is on a hill There's you a know mistake. what i mean yeah right yeah. and so I mean, at that I, point, you might as well just have, like, an antenna, right? And you get HD channels for free. I got to do something like that, but I don't watch TV and, anymore. And, you know, because you probably – most of the stuff your girls watch is probably streamed on, on Netflix or yep. Amazon Prime or something like that, right? Yeah, they think they think everything comes out of a, a yeah. piece of glass. So everything they'll stare at the window and, yeah. <laughs> and swipe. touch it. They keep swiping yeah. on the keep window. They keep swiping the, the window on my car. They're trying to launch the bird off the branch across right. the yard and it won't happen they keep pulling it back but it doesn't it doesn't slingshot across the yard i remember my wife telling me that when she taught pre-k in new york city she would see kids occasionally pressing the paper yeah on a book like trying to on, swipe a book yeah trying, trying to, to scroll up on a book to me that used to be sad and now it's just oh that's not sad that's just how the yeah. brains work and a sign of the times so I baseball know. you're uh oh i think they're i don't know if they're showing them for if you can stream them for free, or you, you have can to have cable. stream them. If you go to MLB.com, you can uh, stream it for ten bucks. I'll tell you what, I hate how much I pay for my cable service. Mm -hmm. um, but man, I'll tell you what, they, their latest app. So it's it's Xfinity. I don't want to necessarily plug them because most people hate them to death, and I do dislike the price. But I haven't had any other major problems with them. Um, but their latest app on your phone basically turns your phone into an extra cable box so you can watch any channel that you're subscribed to on your cable on your phone at mm -hmm. any time. And it's fantastic. It's made my, unfortunately it's made my ball movements about 10 minutes longer than normal yeah. because if like the kids are watching Disney channel, I'm like, well, at least I'll get 20 minutes of watching the, the baseball game. If I go to the bathroom right now and I could just stare watch it on my phone, I could put TBS on my phone and, and watch some right. playoff baseball. 
And you're going to have 75% less hemorrhoids, too, if you're taking longer. I'm taking my time. Yeah, I'm not pushing. Yeah. yeah I'm not. Legs pushing. are going to fall asleep, though. <laughs> uh, and you're going to have to learn how to walk again. Send us a question or a comment for the Paternity Test Mailbag. Just email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 657-BAD-DADS. And now it's time for He Pooped. He f***ing pooped. Where our kids make us wish we crawled into a hole. The title of this segment, if you're an avid listener, is from several weeks ago when Todd witnessed a oh. child saying this t- uh, about a what, a whale? Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, what are the white, the white whale things called? Uh, a it's beluga, a... a beluga whale, a beluga whale who was uh, adorable until he decided while he was swimming around to poop in the tank, which where else are they going to poop? They don't have like little beluga whale Right, they're in the tank. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, and a like a four or five year old kid started saying, "He poop, he poop, he effing pooped," and he dropped that f bomb. And <laughs> I was, he was right next to me. Like if if it was my kid, I could have reached out and given him the back of my hand because right. I was that close. And, and but I just made eye contact with the mom who looked at me for a second and then realized that she better look like she was going to discipline her kid. Uh, you know, and then like got it looked like kind of fake angry because I probably not the first time she's heard her kid drop the f bomb. I'm feeling that he probably directs it at her many times a day. Like, give me, give me my effing <laughs> sippy cup. You know. Yeah, um, or more to the point, uh, she says, "Give me your effing sippy cup," because yeah, uh, that could be could be that as well. Children will listen, Dave. Yeah, they will. Be careful of the things you say. Children will listen. To oh, me. by the way, before you tell the story, uh, everyone's going to notice a lack of Matt in this. Segment. Oh, right, right, right. It's not right. because we kicked him off the show, but uh, he we ran out of he had he ran out of time during our recording here and had to go uh, had to go to an appointment. So it's just us. That's all. Yep. You get a little get a little twofer action here. That's right. Um, so uh, my my wife relayed this story to me uh, yesterday. She was at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And the grocery store here is... Is it a chain a we- store or is it like a local mom and pop Yeah, it's, a we- it's called Wegmans. Oh, okay, yeah. It's big it. in the Northeast. And it's their flagship store, which I think is pretty much the biggest store they have. Yeah. And it's just, it's a it's two football fields long and it's... Oh my gosh. It's terrifying. It's just terrifying <laughs> to be in there. Everyone's bum rushing each other to get mm-hmm. their vegetables. Uh, my wife is in the store with our daughters and she's walking around to them. She's having a great day. I'm at home with the construction guy. We're working on the kitchen. We're redoing our kitchen. It's just painful. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a woman passes uh, with uh, my wife and the children, and she's very large. She's a very, very okay. robust, large yeah. woman. If you had to put a number on it, would your wife kind of say like a 400, 350? 350, 350. Okay. and about 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. Now you're not no. the height and, and width kind you of know, it's the sort of it's the point where you, you know, you feel sorry for so. I, mm-hmm. Look, I'm I'm overweight. Let me just put it out there. Yeah. I'm overweight. <laughs> I'm I'm a fat person, and my life is actually different than it would be if I were at my normal size. So yeah, you do notice I'm, when you yes. get to a certain point, you start to notice difficulties. Yes, but then I, she's at a different level of difficulty. She's at yeah, she's like at a riding very in the electrified level. cart at the grocery exactly. store, right? Yeah, exactly. You're not there it's, yet. You could still no, walk through the Wegmans. You don't I'm, have to look for the for the self-driving cart, right? Exactly. And so she was walking past, and my daughter. Oh, I'm cringing uh, Joseph, already. I'm cringing. Um, this is like George Costanza all over again. It was terrible. I'm my ready daughter, to break my own neck. Josephine lifts her arm up, <laughs> pointing with an elongated index finger. <laughs> 
about two inches from this woman as she walks past. And she goes in a very loud voice. So uncomfortable right now. That is the giganticest coolie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and and coolie is the word that your daughters use for butt, right? Yes, I've heard that before. It's Italian for butt or culo or coolie, one of the two. But they say coolie. It's cute, but not when you're publicly shaming someone. And immediately, it was like an E.F. Hutton commercial from the 80s. 150 heads turned. Now, did everyone there, you think, knew what coolie, what you meant by coolie? Well, if they didn't know what coolie meant, they knew what it meant from my daughter. Your wife couldn't like, pretend she was. Range. Your wife couldn't pretend she was. She was that coolie meant something else. Like it meant a box of cereal over there or something. Like it was obvious. My wife grabbed her by the hand and rushed her around the corner, and had a, a talk with her immediately. It was, and the woman didn't react. She just kept on going, and and Cecilia is just you know standing there taking it all in while this is going on. And so we had a had a sit down with them last night explained because they live in a community that is pretty homogeneous. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's middle class, a little bit of upper middle class, eh, considerable amount of upper middle class, not a lot of lower middle class, although it's there, it's, it's here, but, but mostly white. Um, mm-hmm. You can't throw a rock in the schoolyard without hitting, you know, 15, just bounce off of all the white heads and <laughs> they don't get, a lot of differentiation, you know, in yeah. terms of, look, there's a little person, look, there's a heck, look, there's a, a black person, an Asian mm-hmm. person, an, a, an Indian person, yeah. uh, you know, a person in a wheelchair. They're all person, things they might point out because they're not Right. Novel. And they're so we them. had they're to sit down and, the norm. and yeah, and say, listen, there are a lot of different people in this world. And we know that you're in an age now where we should talk about, you know, how different and beautiful this world is. And it's okay to whisper in mommy and daddy's ear if you see something, but publicly, it's not okay for you to scream their, the differentiation yeah. that's taking place. Well, they don't have any any kind of reference for empathy quite yet. I mean, they, you know, in terms of no. uh, the general public, they might they might know what it's like to hurt mommy or daddy's feelings, or maybe each other's feelings. No, not yet. Not our kids. No. <laughs> Or if they do, they just don't care. Daddy's got a huge belly. Yeah, they they yeah. have no idea. So, and you know, um, when you're at home, and and this is where you know we as parents probably mess up a little bit, is because at home we would let our kids do that and think it's kind of funny. Like they'd say, "Daddy's got a big belly." La la. You know, my kids make fun yeah. of how you know my my belly all the time, and we laugh about it. My like, hey, hey hey don't say that. And you know, of course, I say that like a big hey, hey, hey. don't make fun of my belly. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, then they go out in public and they think it's, it's the game where I get to say, point out a big belly and everyone will think it's funny or they'll, right, dad. they'll think it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we bond. Right. Dad. We make yeah. fun of big people. Right. Yeah. Just like you. And so, uh, yeah. Then you walk out into society and immediately make someone think and, about, and that's where it's tough because then you're setting up conflicting norm. You know, you're setting up, this is, these are, this is the etiquette in our house and this is the etiquette in public. And that's really hard, I think, for someone that age to understand. Like, yeah. well, why aren't, you know, if I can make fun of a big person in our, my house, why can't I do, or not make fun of, but point out? Because she wasn't making fun of him. She didn't say, like, no, she would have. Ha ha. She just said that. That's, she, it was an observation. It was strictly an observation. 
if if the conversation had gone on in a vacuum, the woman could have turned around and said, yes, I do have a big coolie. And Joey would have said, oh, that's so neat. Yeah. Like, how? why is it so big? And the woman would say this or that. And and it would have been a perfectly pleasant. Sure. You know what I mean? In my daughter's mind. If she was wearing a giant hat and your daughter had said, that is the gigantic hat I've yes. ever seen. And the woman could have turned around and go, well, yes, it is a gigantic hat. I Right. I did. It, it had yeah. nothing to do with making fun of the person. No, it had no. everything to do with seeing something she hadn't seen before. Yes. But it's obviously a huge no-no. <laughs> yeah. And it's um, hard to differentiate that because you go to the zoo and they say, look at the giant uh, hippopotamus or the giant, you know, they, right. you, you want them to observe the things around them and yes. take note of them and make take mental pictures. But then you see like something that is not you can't publicly point out. Empathy is something that you start to see at three years old, really, mm-hmm. maybe two if you're lucky. But there's empathy for other children. There's, you know, there's empathy for siblings. There's even empathy yeah. for parents, but empathy for complete strangers that's, yeah. walking by at a, a click or two. That's, that's tough. Yeah. And you're <laughs> going to have some embarrassing moments and, and well, I'm not people, humiliated by it. I'm, I, I'm embarrassed. Your daughters are not quite four, woman. right? They'll, your daughters no, are not in December. Four. It was, yeah. Any, I think any understanding human adult would go, well, she's only three. I can't imagine that she would be offended. She might be embarrassed. Like if I'm the, if I'm the woman, I'm probably a little embarrassed that that was said. Not necessarily don't think like the daughter is the, the subject of bad parenting or anything because she's only three. What do you expect her to do at three? Right. As, as embarrassing as it, as it was for you, for, you know, for, for your, your wife and for, the woman probably it's not something you can you can't really get angry at your daughter about it but it is a i guess a teachable moment so stressful it's so stressful because so you feel like you're getting judged by everyone well, who heard that we live in a small enough town where people uh, and that's your store like you're gonna go she, yeah your wife is gonna be there and and believe me you remember like people with twins in a store mm-hmm. you know if you go to that store a lot and you see them a lot you're gonna remember them so yeah they will always be remembered as the oh we've carried them out of that store screaming we've, we, that's where cc got her face cut in half by that oh yeah that refrigerator like you, everything is yeah. everything happens in that store and you always see people you know and i'm sure off in a dark corner of that area there was there were people that knew who we were you know what i mean so yeah. it's fine like i you know i feel terrible but what are you gonna do did your wife apologize and then grab your daughters and run around the corner or did she just immediately grab them and run around the it corner? it was not a situation i guess the the woman was walking away at a couple of clicks, like she was kind of moving, and yeah. it all happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Everyone turned and looked, and all my wife could do was break her own neck. Like yeah. she, all she could do was grab the kids and walk yeah, around the there corner. Was, there was a your wife and kids shaped cloud, you know, right, left right. as they disappeared into yeah, the yeah, in a, in a <laughs> wife and my kids shaped hole in the aisle. <laughs> yeah. where they yeah. ran through the bread stacks of bread. Yeah, the stock I, boy leans over, and you see like six. <laughs> Through like six aisles across, just like the shape of of a of an adult woman and two small children in her arms. <laughs> it's my family. Well, folks, it's time for another episode of the Paternity Test to let our child buckle themselves into their own car seat. Follow us on Twitter at the Dad Test, like us on Facebook, and visit our website paternitypodcast.com or email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com and Check us Tuesdays at chicagoparent.com and call our voicemail at 657-BAD-DADS. 
and tell your friends about the show and consider a donation to the show via our PayPal link at paternitypodcast.com. All right, everybody, remember, a fever after three days means go see the doctor. A fever after four days means your child won't have to worry about filling out those college applications one day. And until next time, best of luck passing the paternity test. (laughs) 